like it. You hear that sound? That means the lion season is back. Berkside View, the podcast is back. Thank you, everyone, for making it a hit last year. We appreciate you tuning in, subscribing, downloading, listening it to it on your way to work, however you got it. Definitely appreciate you listening to uh, to the podcast. And we're back year two. We're going to do this, Berkside View, the podcast. We're here. We're going to have more interviews with, with Lions players, uh, You know, more insight into what's going on in the NFL world. Uh, hopefully we'll expand this a little bit. Didn't do as much in the offseason as I would have liked. Got a little busy, but uh, but hopefully we'll do that again. But that's a long way off. First things first, Lions open up the season um, this Sunday in San Diego against the Chargers. Really good matchup. Two teams that should be in the thick of the, the playoff race. Um, the Chargers went 9-7 and seven last year. Obviously, Phillip Rivers at quarterback. They added Melvin Gordon at running back. Pretty good team. And... Uh, you know what? I think the Lions are a pretty good team too. I know I, I caught some flack from a lot of people out there because I I picked them to go nine and seven this year, and, and people thought I, I was really underselling them. And, and look, I think they're going to be in the, the playoff mix. I think they catch a couple of breaks, they get there. You know, they don't. They've got some injuries piling up right now. DeAndre Levy's going to miss this game most likely. Um, you know, Karan Reed, Larry Warford are out. They have some injuries right now. Uh, and, you know, I think, the, you know, the, so you get some of those breaks that go against you and, and that's how you, you you drop maybe a game or two that you shouldn't and, and you just miss out on the playoffs. But either way, look, looking forward to the season. It should be a good one. And, uh, yeah, let's get into the podcast. Uh, as usual, um, I'm going to start it off with uh, the guy that's going to be writing for us this year, Don Carey, line safety, special teams, uh, stalwart, um, number 26, uh, you see him out on the field in a lot of different aspects, and uh, he's going to be writing for us every Sunday this year. He's an interesting guy, and I had a chance to catch up with him in the locker room the other day. Back with another edition of Berkside View, the podcast here with Don Carey, and you know, as I said, Don's going to be writing our, our Lions column for us every week, every Sunday in the paper. So make sure you check that out. And Don, thanks for for doing that, and, and welcome aboard. Let's let's give everybody. Let's start with this. Just what are you looking forward to? You're going to cover more than football, so w- what are you looking forward to about writing this column all year? You know, uh, well, first, thanks for the opportunity um, to be able to write a column. It's my first time writing. I'm excited, or writing a column at least. Um, plan on, you know, just touching on you know, key social issues from a different perspective. Um, talking about some, you know, what people don't see when it comes to football life as well. Uh, so I, I'll keep it around the around there. Well, give us a sneak peek. I think people, you know, maybe people know this that, that you're a pretty well versed guy. You're, you're you're finishing up uh, grad school right now. Um, obviously, you, you you've played in the league for a long time. You've been a a key player on this team, both on special teams and on the defense for a while. But what are some of the issues that that you want to address that you'd like to share some some of your views on with the world out there? Oh well, uh, the, the the first one is just taking a step back and looking at what kind of society that we have. You know, um, if we had the kind of society where we're all free to to make choices um, and argue um, ideals, you know, then we should be able to do that. But if we had the type of society that's based on uh, what I what I like to call social communism, um, <laughs> where you you can't have um, a difference with somebody, well, then we really need to sit back and look at things. So. It sounds like deep stuff, but I think people sometimes they just look as football players. It's just yeah. football players. This is stuff that you guys talk about in the locker room sometimes, right? When you're sitting in the lounge, or or maybe some yeah. of the guys you you know a Saturday night before a game after your right. meetings are done. Yeah, some well, of these it, topics come up. It depends on who the guy yeah. is, you know. But you know, but yeah, the, the, these topics do do happen, and um, it, it's important that we have them. 
you know, just to make sure guys are aware of of what's going on because it's so easy to be caught up in just football, football, football. We're going to be here for the next three months at least, yeah. well, six months at least. Um, so that, it's important to focus on football, but just to make sure you see uh, what the world is, what the world, uh, the world has going on too is important. All right, so you, you've been playing in the league for a long time now. What's the best part about being an NFL player? The best part is I get to do what I love to do. You know, I've been playing football since I was five years old. It's the longest relationship I've had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good one. She must right, be right. treating you well. Yeah, huh? man, you know, she, she, she's okay, you know. Um, but, you know, I just, I just love the game. I love playing, um, love the camaraderie that I have the guys, love the guys in the locker room. You know, I'm with them more than I'm with my family during the season. So it's good that we have a, a good core group of just good guys. You know, of course, good is relative, but we have some good guys here. So they, they, they make coming to work easy. Well, and let's stay with football for a sec. I mean, you've been around some teams that have been good. You've been around some teams that haven't had quite as much success. Yeah, yeah. What is it about this group of guys and this team that you think, um, you know, is why you will have success on the field this year? Uh, we have a lot of talent in, in every room, um, offense, defense, special teams. But along with that, because talent is not enough, we have guys who want to put the work in. You know, we got to have guys who trust and believe in our head coach. You know, and then our head coaches just put other coaches around us who, who are as competent as he is, which makes guys trust our coaches as well too. Yeah. Uh, so we, I think we just have an all-around great team. You know, no matter who you point out, I have nothing but great things to say about everyone, front office, coaches, players. Well, uh, special teams coordinator, that's a guy that we haven't got to know a whole lot, Joe Marciano, he's new. What, what, what are we going to see different on special teams this year? Uh, you, you see a lot of different things, you know, and I, I'll leave that up to the film for you to break that down. Um, but you know, he he is a he is a great guy. He's a great coach. He's been doing it for a very long time, yeah. you know. And um, he's unorthodox, I should say, um, with the way he approaches things. But it, I think it's the change that we need. It's the change up that we need. I'm not gonna say he is a better coach than than Bono was, but he's a different coach. Well, yeah. and all special teams coordinators are a little unorthodox. <laughs> they all gotta have a little something different about. Yeah, them, we gotta be a little quirky, man. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be a little quirky to be a special teams coach. I see. Yeah. You, you mentioned the head man too, Caldwell. I mean, he's a guy that I think everybody saw it last year. Just the impact that he had on guys in the locker room, the way he treated people, um, the way that you guys sort of bonded. I think you know part of that w- was due to him. How, how, if anything, is he different this year? What has he done to to sort of continue, you know, that that uh, that tr- track that you guys were on? Uh, he, he's held uh, true to who he is. He's been the same from our very first team meeting and this past team meeting we had a few days ago about today even on monday same guy same guy man he's as level-headed as they come you know he he is a true leader of men so guys know who your your real leaders are when they step up you want to step up with them all right defensively there's been a lot made about indomitian sue obviously you guys lost a a great player in him brought in a pretty good player in haloti nada most of the rest of the, the defensive nucleus is here so how good can this defense be this year, and what's going to be different about the defense this year? We can be as good as we want to be. You know what I mean? Our, our whole thing is a next man up mentality. Last year we had a, a bunch of injuries, and you know, losing somebody like Sue, I mean, that's that's a blow. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says, but we have a great uh, group of guys. Haloti's good. Uh, T. Walk is good. Karan is good. Um, Kujo is good. We, we, we're not really. We're not really worried about what we lost. We're worried about the guys we have here, and we're fully confident that the guys we have here can do the job. So tell me, what, what's the level of excitement right now? I mean, you know, you're a couple days away from, from the season opener against the Chargers. Everybody's looking forward to the season, coming off a really good year last year. Right. What's, what, what's going on in this locker room right now that we don't get to see? You know, guys want to build off last year. You know, we, we want to 
we want to get to the point where we take that that uh, that first uh, playoff game to make it a home game. You know, so we're, we're we're amped up. We know the only way to get there is to is to beat the Chargers upcoming week. You know, if we don't beat the Chargers, uh, well then we, we're gonna have a sour taste in our mouth. So we want to make sure we just win uh, this game. And you know? pe- people probably realize this, but but why is that home playoff game so important? I mean, you guys went on the road, obviously you, you didn't find any success last year in Dallas, but. Getting yeah, home, you know, winning the division, that's what it's all about, right? Gives no, you a better yeah, chance cer- to play cer- Certain flags might not be thrown. You never know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not even going to say that. But just the, the Dean energy, Blandino's not listening. Right, that's the okay. energy that your home crowd gives you, yeah. especially the Detroit home crowd, um, it's, you, you can't account for that. You, you can't account for that, man. The, the way that our crowd gets into it, it's so loud, you can barely hear the person next to you. You feed off of that. You know, it's, the den is a hard place yeah. to play in you know, for, for, uh, for a visiting team. So we, we want to make sure we get those games here as much as possible. Are you taking classes again uh, during the season? I, I am. I am taking two classes this year, um, hermeneutics and um, intro into digital research. I might have to ask you to spell hermeneutics. I don't know. What, what is that? Her, oh, I'm, I'll probably misspell it with you, but her, hermeneutics is, is a fancy way of, of learning how to study and break down the Bible. Okay. Well, a text, not just the Bible, but just a text. Moody Theological Institute is where Don goes for people that, that don't know and, and might not have read the story last year. But yeah. And you're how many credits away now? from? I am 40 credits away. Okay. So that... that might be able to knock that out in like a year and a half, but because I'm playing football, yeah. you know, if, if I'm blessed to keep playing, it'll be a while, but if not, then we'll, we'll, we'll knock it out pretty quickly. And we talked about this a little bit last year, but ultimately, when, when football is done, what do you want to do with that? What do you want to do in life? What, what's what's that? What's post-football going to hold for Duncan? Um, you, you know, I, I don't I don't really know. You know, I'm just preparing myself for whatever the opportunity may be. You know, there's certain things on the table that people have brought to my attention that they would like me to try. Um, to do, but I, I just want to make sure that I'm prepared, you know, for, for whatever avenue, uh, whatever doors open up for me and my family. It's somebody that affects change in a positive way, I think, and maybe that's part of why, just to bring this full circle, while, while you're, you're writing this year, to, to kind of get a sense of what all's out there and yeah. how you can impact the Yeah, world. yeah, it's, it's so much, you know, so, so much negativity, and, you know, so, so many people use media, you know, to to get out their agenda and their bias, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be no different. I'm, I'm, everyone has a bias in that, in that regard. But I, I just want to get people to step back, you know, look at the situation, you know, through a, a different set of goggles. And, and just see what comes of it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, we've had obviously rookie diaries. We've had uh, guys write strictly about football. You know, I think Don's going to bring a different, a different take to our, our Sunday piece this year, and it's going to be well read. Our Sunday paper, still one of the biggest in the country. So we're happy to have you aboard here, Don. Oh, so th- thank you. Thank I can't you. let you go though. Before we do this, we always end these interviews with, with five, you know, quick questions, just just sort of random, off the wall topics. So mm-hmm. let's start with this one. Uh, your game day routine. What do you eat for breakfast in the morning? What's your game day routine like? Oh, my game day routine is I have to have some grits with brown sugar. Um, from there, I might I might switch it up depending on what we got. Um, I might get an omelet, might get uh, waffles, but I have to have the, the grits <laughs> with the brown sugar. They have that at training table every day? Uh, they they do. The they, I, yeah, I've been blessed. They, they've had it every single game that I've been in the league. Um, okay. So that, that's my must-have. All right. Yeah. Who's the uh, the biggest trash talker you faced in the NFL? And, and give me a sampling of something that, that somebody might have said on the field. The biggest trash talker that I faced or yeah. that I've played with? Both. Either one. Who, who, that oh, you've seen. Man. That you've seen in the league. Um, I, I say the, the number one trash talker was Lou. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou Delmas is letting you know how he felt. Um, but it, it's, it's okay, though, because he backed it up. You know, and... 
I don't really pay attention to guys, no. you know, opposite, you know, talking trash. Um, well, safety, so you're a little bit further removed from the Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know, man. You got a bunch of guys that jaw, jaw bone and whatnot, but they forget I'm hitting them. So yeah. it's, it's just... Uh, <laughs> I'm not, not, not really worried about those guys. Lou is pretty colorful, though, huh? Oh, man, he, he, he is an individual. You know, he's a unique individual. Yeah. All right, you're a, you're a relatively new father. January, I think it was? Is that March. Right? March, okay, okay. Uh, but let's look around the locker room right now. Uh, a lot of guys I'm sure you would you would trust in here to, to babysit. If you had to run out, you had to leave your, your kid with, with one, one player. Who in here are you trusting to watch him for, for four oh, man, hours? Man, it's, it's a couple guys. Uh, Rasheem Mathis, easy. Um... James Ahitable, Easy, Glover Quinn, uh, Josh Wilson, all these guys, you know, the older guys. Yeah. And then just outside of our room, um, Josh Bynes, because he, he has two boys. He's great with his kids. Uh, Daryl Tapp has two kids. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably leave it at that. I don't know how the other guys are around their families or whatnot. We have, we have, I'm pretty sure they're perfectly capable. <laughs> I just don't know their families, you know. I haven't. Yeah. Haven't been to them, their homes, and seen them interact with their kids yet. The guys I named, I've seen them with their children. I know uh, how the, how they treat their kids and whatnot. So if you're gonna watch mine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need to make sure I'm comfortable. Tap seems like he'd be a fun dad. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh, my son will probably laugh all day, every day. <laughs> Is he walking? He's not walking. He, 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 he is a uh, dragon. Dragon. He's not. He's not he hasn't. He's not coordinated enough to crawl yet. But he a drag. Put, put a got milk six bottle. Six months, so it's probably early. You put a yeah. milk bottle in front of him. He will drag to that it. thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> going to get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Last thing. Uh, favorite stadium in the NFL. What's your favorite stadium? It can't be Ford Field, but but can't favorite visiting stadium that you played in the NFL. When I. Uh, well, this is going to be fun. But two. When, when, when I played at Arrowhead in 2010. Um, that was my first start, actually. Maybe that's why I don't know. But it's just saying that stadium it's had supposed to be, I've energy, never been there. It's man. Be that it was like a college atmosphere. Almost like felt like I could feel the stadium moving. It was so so exciting. But I love playing in Lambeau in the snow. Yeah. 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 Now that's historic, bro. Yeah. That's historic, man. You just know. I mean, it's no worse for that one. Now that place has been a, a house of, of horrors, I guess, for the Lions in some ways since they haven't won there in, in you know 23 years. But yeah, it's it's kind of how football is supposed to be up there, I guess, right at the very least. Well, no, man, that's not how football not, not is supposed to be. Not you guys losing, but in the snow that, <laughs> right, right, that no, stadium. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, you we and, yeah, man, we, we've had our woes up there, man. But um, just the stadium in general, the the fans, the his, historic atmosphere, this is great. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's that's Don Carey, Lion Safety. Uh, he's going to be with us all uh, all season and on Freep.com and in the Sunday paper writing for us. And, Don, thanks a lot for uh, spending some time on the podcast. Man, thanks for having me. All right, again, that was Don Carey, Lion Safety. And, look, like I said, he's entering his sixth season in the NFL, played for the Jacksonville Jaguars before coming over to the Lions. Big special teams contributor, plays some on defense at safety too. And I really think you're going to like what uh, what he's going to write this year. He's, he's a guy that's going to make you think a little bit. You know, he's going to cover a whole lot more than football. Maybe he'll cover football some weeks. Maybe it'll be concussions in the sport. Maybe it'll be social issues, whatever sort of the, the hot topic that's going on. Um, you know, he's a really smart guy, and, and I think he's going to bring a different element to that, that Sunday piece, you know, that, that we've done for years where we have a Lions uh, player that, that writes or blogs for us. So, But I want to get you guys involved in the podcast this year, too. 
Email me at dburkett at freepress.com. That's D-B-I-R-K-E-T-T. Uh, give me some suggestions who you want to hear from uh, this year on the podcast. Uh, off the wall ones too. It doesn't have to be just players. If there's somebody out there that you want me to get a topic that you want me to cover, uh, let's try to do that. Uh, we're going to try to get some more people involved this year. Obviously, players are always great interviews, but sometimes it's hard to, to pin them down for, for 10 or 15 minutes in the locker room uh, every week. So uh, email me if you have any suggestions. Hit me on Twitter. Let me know what we can do to improve this thing. And as always, I appreciate your, you uh, you listening, you downloading, you tuning into the podcast here. And uh, enjoy the season. It should be a great game this week. Lions, Chargers, and San Diego, as always. I'll be there to bring you all the coverage live from San Diego right here on Freak.com. Thank you.